This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Mike and his family are heading up to New York. He will be out until Tuesday, which for some reason still necessitated him giving us our Christmas presents. And wishing us a happy new year. He was like, happy new year, guys. Merry Christmas. And we were like, it's not even time yet. Yeah. December today. All right. So did you know that? Yes. Yes, I did. Because today is the day I tell my wife how many birthday presents she has and she can decide when to get them. What? All right. So, oh no, What's happening right this now? is all right. So here's the deal. By Here, the way, here's your birthday budget. No, 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 your, your no, Christmas no, present not budget. budget. So my wife's birthday, Jessica, she's lovely, is December 24th. Ah, and so that's tough. What a birthday. terrible birthday. Yeah, <laughs> and so for most of her life, I know she has described things that. Despite the best efforts of her parents and people around her, sometimes celebrating her birthday was difficult. Also, my wife cannot handle anticipation. Like, if she's like, I got you a Father's Day present. I was like, great, I look forward to it. And she's like, do you want it now? I was like, no, it's not Father's Day. And she will take a present whenever. So once we get to December 1st, all I tell her is how many presents she has for her birthday. And then she can choose to get them whenever she wants. So like, for example, if she has five presents, I can be like, Hey, it's December 1st. You can decide if you want five presents now. Great. Just those are all of the presents. And if you want to wait and that is up to her. Well, that is very interesting. Uh, Cause I have a similar situation where Avery and Carter are born at the end of this yep. month or the beginning of next month. And so they're in that that the same 30th place. And the thirtieth right? and the first. Uh, you guys so really screwed it up on the first one. By the way, we did with Avery. We just said let's all you know let's find out what the child is when he's born. Let's find or when it's born because we didn't know it was a he. At sure. The time. Although I did. We also said, uh, hey, um, you know what? Let's just let it happen naturally. Mm-hmm. And we tried. The day before uh, New Year's Day, we were, she was on, I was driving her on bumpy roads. She was mm-hmm. doing jumping jacks as we were walking on down the street. Mm-hmm. We were trying to get that baby out. Is any of that medically true? Or are these just like old wives' tales that you were trying out? Uh, I mean, I don't, the doctors were like, yeah, try it. So okay. my, from right, the 214, my son's B-Day B- B- is 1224 F-U, Corey, for saying that. I'm I'm pointing out my kid's birthday is the same time. That's why I say it's such a terrible birthday. Um, the, but he wouldn't come out. We I said all right. My wife was like, I'm going out tonight. I'm not. It was New Year's Eve. She's like, I'm going out tonight. We're not gonna to deal with this baby. He's not coming, so we'll just wait. 
She got all dressed up, makeup and everything. We go sit inside Whataburger and eat because we knew it would take a while. And then we sit down at this party. I'm two Miller Lights in, Miller Lite tall boys in, playing darts with my buddies in the garage. When my friend comes out and says, time to go. The baby doesn't come until like seven o'clock the next yeah. morning. Yeah. And I was like, no tax what? break. So no tax break. Mm. Carter, on the other hand, not you, Carter, or, or my other Carter, my Carter. He showed up on the 30th. You know why? Smart. C-section said, get that baby out now. I want. I don't want him to, to do what he did. The last one did to us. By the way, Kevin, thank you to our company. If you've seen the video of my Carter installed $5 in the vending machine and did not get his money okay, worth. Okay, hold, hold on. I want to explain that just real quick. There's couple, a video on 1053thefan.com. There's a couple of things happening. First of all, thank you very much from the 940. That's a genius idea. My daughter is born the 21st and my wife is the 28th. I'm going to try that for both of them. It just depends on their personality. Me, that wouldn't work because I'm like, my birthday is the 24th. I will accept my presence on the 24th that because I'm a joyless are. human. Yeah. Like, we've talked about that, but... My wife loves anticipation, and I love my wife, or she loves just getting the presents, and I love my wife, and I want it to be just right for her. But I want to hear this story. I want to get into how that happened with your son, because it's amazing. But also, mm-hmm. 877-881-1053, what threats do the Colts present on <laughs> Sunday night? I promise we had a football topic yeah, ready to go, yeah, we and we will dive into that. But mm-hmm. I would also like you to tell the saga of Carter during Peace-a-thon. My and, Carter. Yes, your Carter, and I have thoughts throughout this story as well. My kids, ever since we started here, love using the vending machine. Actually, they just love vending machines in general. Same. And wow. They are pretty look cool. At that, that kid right there. He loves vending machines. <laughs> yeah. Um when when Carter when we were having peace thon, Kevin, we had an entire <laughs> table full of food brought it up by Tolos. Tolos y'all are amazing. All right. Thank you. Entire table full. And he walks in and he goes, Dad, I brought my wallet. And I was like, for the vending machine? And he said, yes. And I said, but but we have all this food. And he said, I know, but the vending machine has special stuff in it. And I said, all right. He goes and he takes a $5 bill, installs it into the vending machine, and then hours later comes to me and says, Dad, the vending machine won't stole my money. It won't give me my money. And I, I, do, I did remember this, Kevin. I said, then put a note on it and put my name on it. Okay. So I I do remember now, because I was fried by the end of that night. I was just like, just stop talking. Sure. Just stop talking. He put a note on there that said, this vending machine stole my money. Mm. It is current. It is not. It is out of order right now. Signed, Corey Majors. All right. Let me, let me tag in here, if I may, because I have additional information to add to this story. Carter came to me and said, do you have a quarter? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't have a quarter. I do have a dollar, though, because I knew he wanted to use the vending machine. He's like, no, I need a quarter. It's got to be exact change. Now, what I'm really fascinated by, had he already put the $5 in, and how would that work? Now, the other part of the story is your son did essentially malfunction the vending machine Mm. because he put the $5 in. There's a $5 credit, and every time we tried to pick something— because I thought your son just didn't see the credit. Yeah, just push the button and yeah. get the $5 Yeah, back. it's a $5 credit. And I thought we were going to go on a little snack shopping spree the other day. But then it says, must enter correct change. And I was like, well, 
there's nothing in the vending machine that costs five dollars. Exactly. And the credit card part of it was broken. It was impossible at that moment to get things out of the vending machine. So my our boss, Tim Collins, saw the note from me and said, that doesn't look like your handwriting. And I said, this is Carter's handwriting. And he, not my Carter, not you, Carter. And he reported it. And today, Kevin, almost one week exactly. Yes. I've been returned the $5 bill. So there you go. Thank you very much to company. Uh, I'm not sure, like, Odyssey. You know, I'll thank Odyssey for... for could just be from Tim. You know, it could be Tim's. But it does it does say reimbursement for Corey, and it doesn't look like Tim's handwriting. I'll just say that. Okay, but that also does not look like an official memo from Odyssey. Valid. Like, very that's valid. all a post-it note. It's not like this comes from the CEO or anything. But will you give the money back to Carter? Ah, uh, yeah, that is know. a long. That That's a good a question. Long that is a good question. Right there. I think I might go use it in the vending machine. Go see if I can. Okay, no, no. I'm kind of you have learned nothing. By the way, there's a lot of people that are like sharing in on both of these experiences. From the 903, my wife's birthday is the 19th. I honestly might be stealing this idea. She's so impatient. It'll be perfect. <laughs> and then my wife also gets mad at me for not wanting the present. Like, she heard that I opened a present from Mike, and she goes like, what the hell? I told you I had a Christmas present for you. And I was like, yeah, that's a fair point. And I have not told my wife yet how many presents she gets. I was going to do that after the show. From the 903, my wedding anniversary is on December 24th. And from the 682, I was born January 1st in 1987. And then from the 682, what? And also that Texas and got cheated because I was born at home. They changed it to 1988. Okay. Oh, so I think maybe they're saying it was 87 of the previous year, but since it was at home, they didn't count it. And then from the six, uh, oh yeah, there you go. Because they were born at 137 in the morning. Wow. Wow. Holy cow. And the opening segment is totally a throwback Thursday to the nighttime show. Yeah, it kind of does feel like that, but Ooh. we're just the same people. Also, a follow-up question from the 214, can you find out if that was the five same $5 that went into the That would be machine? pretty special what if it is. does that make? But I also want to know that. Yeah, so me too. You're right. All right. What challenges? I think it is because it's torn. This was going to be the opening Snap! segment. Oh, my God. Joey, don't laugh at that. Don't support Sorry. that. All right. He's never coming back. We have to, you know. No, he'll be him. back in like three days or three shows. I guess it'll be longer than that. Don't is let Kevin tell you how to fan? What? <laughs> that is fair. That backfires on me every time. I will not tell people how to do things. Yep. Is what threats do the Colts present on Sunday night? Because Jonathan Taylor. Okay. That's about it. All right. So, it's not their busted-ass quarterback, right? Dude, when Babe said this this morning, he said, I'm a little afraid for Matt Ryan. Or he said, I feel bad for Matt Ryan. And I took it further. I was like, I fear for Matt Ryan's life. He He's not going to stand up the entire game. I don't know how they're going to protect him from Micah and Demarcus Lawrence and these guys. I have no clue how they're going to keep that guy standing upright long enough to throw the ball. Yeah... In the last game, the Colts gave up three sacks. However, they Matt Ryan was getting harassed pretty consistently. But you brought up another player. Let's go ahead and fire off cut number nine. I 
feel like most people will probably say this is the dude to watch out for. They give it to Taylor, and he scrapes off a block, and he's in there. Touchdown, Jonathan Taylor. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. That spells Indy. And so I think that is probably the primary concern that most people have. And I want to loop back to Jonathan Taylor in just one second. But I want to just throw out a couple more people just to look out from the opposite side. Like, if you want to be concerned with Michael Pittman, like, rock on. I still don't think their quarterback is particularly threatening. But on the defensive line, Yannick, Yannick Ngakwe, who, you know, we tried to get for this team, like, I don't know, three years ago and DeForest Buckner have a combined 14 sacks. Mm-hmm. So that that's not, you know, I know that's not a low number. I know our bar has been reset because of how awesome Micah is and then obviously how well Dorrance Armstrong has been doing this year. But just a couple people on the defensive line if you want to watch to see how Dak is protected and how clean his pocket is because this offense has been rocking and rolling since he came back. But yeah, DeForest Buckner, five and a half sacks this year. Yannick Ngakwe, eight and a half sacks this year. The good news is, though, their head coach thinks taking timeouts are stupid. <laughs> yeah. So that's a potential positive. But you brought up the guy that I feel like everyone is focused on in Jonathan Taylor. How many times, and geez, I am looking at it. Is that against? That's against, right? Okay. Uh, how many times has somebody thrown for 200 yards against the Cowboys this year, Kevin? Uh, I'm going to say three, which would be really low. Yeah. Is it three? The Rams threw for 285. The Lions, uh, I'm sorry, the Packers threw for 208. And the Giants threw for 210 last week. Other than that, That you're under 200 yards almost every game. And while, again... You did have the 240 and 207 against you in in the run game, you know. Last year it was well passing numbers are up because teams are so far behind you. Right. That like this is the, like they they have to pass against you and the rushing numbers were down. This year it's been a little bit closer uh in some of these matches, but it's turned out that the like they can't even pass against you. So whenever you talk about Pittman or whatever, I was trying to look to see. Yeah, none of those guys teams scare me because the Cowboys' pass defense is its most effective right now, and it is the most effective in the league, by the way. So like the two teams at the top of the NFC East, they have very similar defenses in terms of the Cowboys are best in the league in pass defense. And the Eagles are second best. Mm-hmm. We have lamented about both of their defenses problems stopping the run, though you feel more, I feel more optimistic over the last two weeks. But those defenses do have some similar characteristics. I know you're an Anthony Brown hater, but the biggest, <laughs> Is it a hater? like the biggest game against was the Packers, three touchdowns. Like that was, and it was 208 yards, three touchdowns, though, in the, in the passing game. That hasn't happened to the Cowboys. Like it doesn't, it's, you got a couple touchdowns here and there, but you don't get a lot of passing touchdowns against Kelvin Joseph. Deron Bland were victims in that game because Anthony Brown was dealing with his situation. Right. So, I- like, so again, Anthony Brown, not digs, definitely not digs, but the better option on this team right now of keeping those limits of not letting up a lot of touchdowns, not letting up a lot of yards. And I swear, I'm not trying to hate on. Anthony Brown, he just had, he looked vulnerable multiple times on deep routes and 
he, before last week, he had the most passes completed against him in the NFL. Uh, I understand. You're a hater. The, um, <sighs> I'm just joking. You, you do like Anthony Brown. I will add this one last thing, Kevin. The biggest threat, though, is Cowboys lose. They lose Odell. And I think that's the big story that we need to keep going throughout the day is Odell. 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 No. I Look, do you have Odell Beckham fatigue? Simple yes or no, 877-881-1053, because, yeah, I think I'm in that <laughs> position. Oh, really? Are you yeah, there? Yeah, I'm tired wow, of it. Just okay. pick. Just pick. I, honestly, you got another week for, honestly, or another weekend. No, I'm telling you, if the choice came down today and it wasn't the Cowboys or it's in a week and it's the Cowboys, I might just pick today. I'd be like, just be done with it. <laughs> just be okay. And Interesting. From the this four, is like the DAC contract from years ago. Oh, my God, yes. From the 469, I was born on – Christmas Eve in 1982. And then if this is true, this is remarkable. From the 972, I was born on New Year's Eve at 11.59. That is amazing. Great timing. Yes, that's the best for tax purposes. I only had to deal with the cost for one minute and then a whole lot for the rest of your life. But then you get those tax benefits. With a KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we won G-Bag of the Day. And also, we will talk with our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola, right here on 105.3 The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is back and so is mlb.tv watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere anytime all season long follow the action live or on demand Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. And right now, brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you boys. Have they signed Odell Beckham oh Jr. yet? <laughs> Do you? I think the Giants just did. Oh, they? no. Thank God. Is I just, because I just want it to be over, not because I don't want the Cowboys to get him. So, 
He is meeting with the Giants today and then the Bills Friday and then Dallas on Monday. Do you have Odell Beckham fatigue or no? Um, You know what? I, I, I'm so ambivalent about it that it, it doesn't bother me. I, I mean, one way or another. It's like I'm not sitting here with bated breath waiting for, oh, is he going to come here? And if he comes, fine. If not, just carry on. With okay. a team that's averaging 33 points a game since Dak returned. Yeah. I I can live with that. So there's got to be something right with the wide receiver core and the tight end core and the ability for the running backs to catch the ball. Do you find yourself like usually, I'm just a, because I totally agree with you on all of that, just like I'm fine with adding talent to the roster whenever. Yeah, as long as it's not somebody that's going to come in and disrupt things. And I don't I from everybody's saying if they're right, it, it seems like he, you know, he would fit in. Uh now, if, if you're bringing in a prima donna and then all of a sudden, you know, every time he plays, uh the question after the game is, well, did you get enough touches? You know, I mean, that was almost required question when Terrell Owens was here. Did you get enough touches? You know, and finally he would break down and, well, you know, I could do a little more. And, you know, and it's like, okay. Um, so, yeah, as long as that doesn't happen, yeah, just just fit in. And so far when they've brought in, you know, these free agents, they have fit in. So maybe it's a, it's a good locker room. I You, you kind of brought up, a lot of what the offense is doing there. And I, I was, I'm still surprised at the tight end group. And I was wondering, is, is that the biggest surprise for you on this offense right now? Or is there something else that you were like, before the season, you're like, I don't know. And it's changed your mind. Um, yeah, because I thought that was the one position where they lacked depth that you were going with Dalton Schultz and two rookies. Yeah. And one of the rookies was an undrafted guy. And it's like, okay, what happens when something happens to Schultz? What do you do at the tight end spot, right? Well, they answered that question. Um, And then I I don't know if this was a surprise. You know, anytime you lose Tyron Smith, you're sitting there going, well, you know, okay, you're going to fill that in with a raw rookie. But the offensive line has performed awfully well. Has that been shocking to you? Like- I don't know if it was shocking because I had confidence in Terrence Steele. We know Zach Martin. Uh, I was one of the few people that had confidence in Tyler Biotish. Uh I thought, you know, for a guy that last year was basically his rookie year because uh, he hardly played as a rookie, uh, that he was improving. Uh, and then the left side, it's like, okay, what's going to happen? Can, is, is Connor McGovern improving? And then what's Tyler Smith going to do as a raw rookie? Because we've seen some of these young tackles struggle uh, their first year. And so they've probably played at a higher level um, than you, know, you might have expected. Uh, so, uh, you know, if you look at this offensive line, and I was just sitting here, and I saw on the Cowboys' release, the Cowboys haven't allowed a sack in back-to-back games. The last time the Cowboys went three straight games without a sack, 1994. Oh. 
think about that. And we did make it to the NFC Championship game yes. that year. So, you know, uh, they've they've played awfully. I think it's kind of a, you know, kind of quietly that they've played awfully well. And if you look at, you know, how they've been running the football, um, you know, not, not a bad job. I mean, we're not talking about them a lot. Um, so, as offensive linemen will say, that's a good thing. We we talked about Jonathan Taylor in the opening segment. Is there anyone in, else in particular that like kind of has drawn your attention for? I mean, the, a Colts team that is struggling that could be a challenge on Sunday night. Um, you know, maybe Nagawe. Oh, um, Ngakwe. Yeah, did I say it right? Nagawe. You did not. <laughs> no. Ngakwe. In in Ngakwe. Ngakwe. Okay. Yeah, I mean he's he's going to be a formidable challenge for Tyler Smith. Uh, I think that uh, you know he's been pretty good this year, and yeah. you know I just talked about the offensive line, so that'll be one thing they have to take care of. And you know I got no problem putting a tight end over there, uh, and just making sure that they don't have one guy that can wreck my offense. And so, but other than that, uh, I mean. You know, the guy, he landed on their injury report, but when I was watching um, the the past game, uh, the I think he's a rookie tight end, Jelani Woods. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he kind of showed up in that game, right? Yeah, he was fun to watch. I saw him one play, and I believe it was a touchdown pass over on the, on the side where he cleared the guy out and then got himself open. He cleared a defensive lineman. And then got himself open, but he didn't get the pass. It went over him. But that dude just looked like a monster out there. And then, then I looked at their their depth chart, and he's like, they list two guys as starting tight ends, Mo Alley Cox and Kylan Granson. Woods is like listed with the second team. Yeah, he was still, I think, pretty raw when drafted. I mean, uh, he's only caught twenty two passes, but when I, I thought he was pretty impressive uh, in that game. And then I see where he ended up on the uh, did not practice yesterday with a shoulder quad injury. Uh, those usually aren't tied together, are they? Shoulders and quads. Shoulder and quad. I mean, not necessarily. <laughs> do you need to All do right, the song, see. Corey? Your, your quad bones it. connected to your. Right? Yeah, the shoulder know. and the quad. But anyway, he didn't practice. So yeah. we'll see where that one goes today. The Go ahead, Kevin. No. Are you, did you, are you afraid of Jonathan Taylor? Uh, it concerns me. Yeah. I mean, the guy ran for 1800 yards last year. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and it was, was it 18 touchdowns? Did I see something like that? It was in the teens, uh, you know, and he led the league in rushing. Now this year, his numbers aren't quite as high. And he had some injuries. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, he's only at 779, four touchdowns, uh, but he's still a threat. And especially with this defense, you know, we, you think they're, you know, maybe got it together. Uh, well, we'll see. You know, it's two games in a row, uh, less than 100. And it's been a long time since they've done that, by the way. Do you think that's going to be the prospect for most of the rest of the year is like we'll see on a week-to-week -week basis about the run defense? Like they look really good the last two weeks. Or do you feel like if you can shut down Jonathan Taylor, then you will have quelled a lot of the concerns about the run defense? Yeah, I think I think that might be true. But again, here, here's the deal. Teams are going to test him every week. 
No one's going to come in here and say, well, we're just going to throw the ball, right? Because, uh, you know, even Mike McCarthy has pointed it out, you know, as soon as teams get off the bus, they're running um, because, you know, they don't want to get in definite passing situations against this uh, defense ability uh, to rush the quarterback, right? Uh, 45 sacks already. Um, And so uh, I think everybody will – be testing the Cowboys, running the football first to see what they can do. Now, the good thing with this one is you're probably not worried about the quarterback running the ball. Yeah, I think where they've gotten in trouble is when you got a mobile quarterback and he can run the ball also, and not just scrambling, but you know, calling quarterback draws and things like that has really uh, hurt this team. And so, um, I guess. I'm trying to think when's the next time we'll see that. Um, probably not until Philadelphia, yeah, right? I think you're right. So maybe that's the test uh, because they run the ball well and then have the ability of Hurts to run the ball and hurt you too. Uh, so, um, yeah, I think we'll be looking at that run defense and just kind of wait and see, um, you know, when you're going to sit there and go, okay, I trust that, right? Because I still think it's something that they got to be mindful of. We've been looking at at Dak's numbers, a lot of you know what he's doing, and I've been I've watched a couple of plays where I'm like, okay, that's still that seemed high here and there, but this dude's throwing some lasers. Is this is this about as good as we've seen Dak in well, his career? Or he was pretty good last year. Yeah, I mean, he ended up with the third best quarterback rating in the league. Um, so, so Aaron Rodgers and I got it. Yeah, he could be first, right? <laughs> I mean, it was Aaron Rodgers and Burrow who had a better quarterback rating. Yeah, and if you look at where he was and where he is now, he, he's kind of climbing the the charts. I think he's eighth now, maybe in quarterback rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he started off pretty low thanks to that first game. That was bad. Yeah. And then the first half of his first game back. Uh, but since that, yeah, I think he's been pretty darn good, you know, and everybody wants to complain about the, um, you know, the, the interceptions. But uh, some of those, it's just him trusting himself and trusting the wide receivers to do what they need to do uh, to make sure they don't sell him out. And there's a few times when he's like, OK, let me take a shot here. And I don't have a problem taking a shot down the field. Uh, because you got to make teams respect your ability to go down the field. That's that's not how it works, Mickey. Is you take a shot down the field, and if it works, then you supported it. And right? if it doesn't work, then after the fact, you say that you were against it. No, I because I want I want in the mind of the defense that we're not playing cozy offense here, and everything's underneath because then everything starts collapsing, right? And there's been some quarterbacks over the years that just didn't have the arm to throw uh, a 22-yard out or anything like that. So everybody, the safeties keep creeping up and creeping up. You got to make sure that they don't compact the field on you. You got to, even if it's an incompletion, you know, send them deep because they never know when you might complete it, right? They got to protect that. So, um, you know, I remember. Uh, one of the things, the you know, shortcoming for Steve Walsh was, uh, and and it wasn't you know when he was here, but even when he was uh, with the with the New Orleans, uh, did he go to Chicago too? I'm trying to remember. Anyway, 
they got in the playoffs and the teams realized that, you know, he's not going to throw that deep out. So all of a sudden the field starts compacting and the throws over the middle become much tougher. So, yeah, just make them, make them restrict, uh, respect you going down the field. Appreciate it very much, good sir. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. And remember, you'll have to make a prediction. A tomorrow. prediction That's tomorrow. right. You've been pretty close on all of them, so we're really looking forward to this one. Yeah, Maher messed up my 31 last <laughs> week. Sorry about that. He's been great <laughs> this season know. otherwise. Go yeah, yeah, I'm going to go him. tell him. Come on. Hey, you jerk. 46 yards. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you very much, good sir. See ya. There you go. Mickey Spagnola Bye, Mickey. from DallasCowboys.com and Brett Maher hate. Wow. No, that's not true. I'm just kidding. Coming up next. This is another one. There will be that website. I guarantee Man, there is no Mike Bassick, (laughs) but there is baseball buckets with Corey Majors, unless he totally changes the topic. There's nothing I can do. We have a uh, hot stove survey. So let's, uh, you know what, Kevin? There were experts used for this survey. I'll tell you why I'm okay with these experts next on the fan. You had an opportunity to hear a solo show with him last Wednesday. Yeah, you did. Of course, our egos got in the way yep. and we interrupted, so we apologize for taking your shine there, Joey. We'll give you more time to shine, I promise. Just know who the Eagles are playing, and we'll be in business. Mm-hmm. And they lost either way. Good point. <laughs> I do. I said you get partial credit for that prediction. Absolutely you do. You are right the predictor. N- right now, it's time for Baseball Buckets with Corey Majors. Thank you, Chuck Morgan. You know, the moment we met him, dude, was one of like my favorite moments. And then he goes, I love y'all's show. And I was like, what is happening right now? Is this real life? That was so cool because <laughs> he referenced something that had happened on the show. Yes. Like, I usually just believe everybody. But, you know, they're like, oh, what do you do? I'm in, Oh, yeah, no, I love your show. And But, like, he said, oh, yeah, the other day when you were talking about whatever, I was like, Oh my God, he really does know our show. That is amazing. Tearing up right now just thinking about it. Chuck Morgan is awesome. All right, baseball buckets, the original baseball segment here on The Fan. And we start with LeBron. LeBron asked a question. What? I mean, look, I don't know what to do, Corey, because I do have lots of thoughts. Somebody asked if we were afraid to talk about it. No, I have lots of thoughts. Here, let me tell you. Let me tell you how I feel. Pissed about anything that is not what they think. All right, so here's here's what I want to say about this. Regarding our run sheet and the way that it looks today. We don't talk about everything that happens in sports. We do talk about the things that we find interesting. Sure. Like that is something that when you look at our run sheet, we want to entertain. I also do not necessarily love the right. idea of talking about things that aren't fun and easy yeah. to win. You know, like that's a win to talk about fun stuff. First Take, though, loves these kinds of controversial things, especially when it involves LeBron, which is the only other person they talk about other than the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. So it's Cowboys and LeBron. And now you got both of them, and so First Take is like, bam, this is our, oh, my gosh, this is our mecca. Um, I think I do I agree with you, Kevin. We talked about it off air a lot. There are some really good, poignant points made by LeBron. And some of them, I'm like, okay, I see where you're going with this. Do you want to... You know what? We'll save it for later. It's baseball oh buckets, ladies and gentlemen. What the hell? So, yeah, wow. I, I, Kevin wants to talk about this so badly, and I gave him a chance, and then I took it away. Look yeah. at that. I'm like Linus with the... Uh, or not Linus. I'm like Lucy with the football. 
And you're yeah. like every time you say you're going to come over to my house. I yeah, promise. no, I, I feel you. It's going to happen okay. one day. Well, at some point on the show, I guess. He we'll... just hates me, too, for the, the conversation we had over pizza. She, she was thinks you mad. have misrepresented how that situation went I'm down. I'm telling the truth. Uh, all right, so. <laughs> oh, my God. Left-hander Matt Boyd and the Detroit uh, Tigers are in agreement on a contract pending a physical. And that is a guy that the Rangers would have been looking at uh, and like the low end. Not the DeGrom type signing, but a guy that they would have been like, oh, this is a nice addition to your roster. Uh, but he is now in an agreement with the Detroit Tigers. So good luck to him. Are you saying good luck because it, the Tigers or just because he's not going to be around the Rangers and that's who you care about? Like, is that a shot against the Tigers or mm. you didn't sign with the Rangers, so I'm done with you? I mean, yeah, you didn't sign with the Rangers. <laughs> okay, the, all right. The future best team ever once we trade for Tatis. And then add Man. the three pitchers. That, and I loved how Derek was like, hold on, how are you doing this with them? And I was like, it's not my money. I'm, I'm making my dream team, bro. I think that trade for Tatis would be more complicated I than the way the it idea. was originally set up. But that got thrown together so quickly. I am not of the opinion whatsoever that San Diego is just done with him. Mm-hmm. I love I loved the, the I love that Mike brought that to the table. I really did. It was really fun to think and dream and I drew up the the roster. I drew up the batting order yesterday. I was really excited about okay. it. So all right. The another potential addition. Um Mitch Hanager is Is it Hanager or Hanager? I'm not sure. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll go with both. Um he is a free agent. He has had some injuries that have kept him from playing 100 games uh, in four of his six seasons with the Seattle Mariners. But this dude can hit for power, and he is a good hitter, too. He's like a 260 hitter, all right? So he's all right. What? Oh, did your keyboard break again, dude? It did, but also something else. Oh, no, is, is he signed already with somebody else? No, the Rangers, and I'm not trying to derail you, I swear, is the Rangers just tweeted out that uh, Gaylord Perry has passed away. Sorry, I... You're kidding. No. Yeah. Oh, man. And so that's why I didn't... I'm sorry, because I am interested in that, because we had a discussion about him this morning, but yeah, that Gaylord Perry... Did pass away the master of the spitball, I, I know, is what comes to mind for a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, and I, re- I wish I had more on Gaylord Perry right now. Sure. Uh, for this conversation, I do not, but maybe during Corey's Cool With It or something, uh, we I can revisit this. Or maybe during the C block, we can revisit that. So that is very sad news. Gaylord Perry's no longer with us. I think he was with the Rangers for three years. You know what's interesting? Well, not anymore, though. I, yes. He's I, no longer with us. Y- that is true. Is I. I think he might have played on at least one of the teams that Mike's dad was on. I do believe so. And so, like, do we call Mike while he's in the air? Do we just say, hey, Mike, we need to talk to you? Uh, probably not. You know, you can use a phone on an airplane. I will tell you this. Sign up for the Wi-Fi. Here's an important thing for you to know about me. I think talking on the phone on an airplane is pretty much the fanciest thing anybody can really do. like anytime i see somebody on that phone i'm like man this must be important well and i am impressed you know sean asked uh jerry about flying like when was the last time you flew commercially it was like a couple months ago i don't believe it but <laughs> no i would never fly commercial if i was jerry but yeah. that being said i don't know maybe he somebody else had his plane um but i do wonder if jerry's like 
when you get to his house, is he like, oh, and look over here at this diamond-studded mirror that I have? Or is he just one of those guys that all that stuff doesn't mean anything really to him? He's just like, all right, let's go to the room and talk about some stuff. Right. Is he a guy that's showing off, and he's like, oh, look at this golf course that I have with the most amazing imported Italian sand and mm-hmm. actual Kentucky bluegrass and stuff like Ooh. that. You know, I wonder. But I don't know. Um, Mitch, Mitch Haniger is he hit for... 39 home runs in 2021. He hit 11 last year, played 57 games. So, again, 11 and 57 games, pretty good. Sure. Uh, 39 and 157 games, still pretty good. That is very good. And he hits for RBIs. He hits, he, his strikeout numbers were down last year, Kevin. 65 and 57 games. He, so it's still more than one strikeout a game. He hits 261 and hits for power. This yeah. is a guy that if they yeah. add him to your outfield, I'm good there. Like the Nemo project, I want that player. But if they added Mitch, I'd be perfectly okay with an addition like that to solidify what is a pretty good outfield and add another power bat to the group. You know, I'm glad that you brought both him and Nemo up because we've gotten so focused on, and for good reason, the pitching. Yeah. And what you need there that we probably don't want to lose sight. I'm not, I do not think it's unlikely that they'll pick somebody up that is a hitter. And if you want to, if you want to do, um, if you want to be competitive in the playoffs too, you need bats. You know, that's, that's another thing is adding bats that can be powerful in your lineup are important. So that's another addition that we are going to keep an eye on. Right now, I believe it's the Red Sox and the Rangers that are showing the most interest in him. Again, Sunday is the beginning of winter meetings, but free agency is going. It's kind of slowly started. But that's It'll where it really jump get rolling starts, on right? Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, actually, Monday is when I'm expecting some more pickups to happen. There are probably a lot of ideas, and I'd love, I would love to have Chris uh, Young on right before, like maybe tomorrow. Yeah. I would love for Chris Young to be on the station and talking about, hey, we are uh we're trying to we're trying to do this or this is his first run. Like he went last year but he had JD. This is his first real run into it. So I'm very interested like what his mindset's like. Does he have to take a a melatonin to go to sleep beforehand? Oh, you know, yeah. is he going to be too excited or does he want to get there early? You know, and open Christmas presents, you know, like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. So I'm excited. I'm excited for him there. MLB survey, Kevin, will Aaron Judge get a package worth more than $320 million, and who will he sign with? Yesterday we saw he was Ooh. eight years for $300 million. Will somebody else go over the top with that, Dodgers and or Giants? I'm going to say yes and Giants. You think the Giants offer him yes. 320 Yes. Man, that would be very interesting. Which shortstop will get the most dollars in years in free agency, Trey Turner or Carlos Correa? I think Trey Turner. Because of the youth because of the I, lack just, of injuries he just seems to on a couple of different things i've looked at he seems to pop up more frequently in terms of desired uh desired free agency yeah yeah and his skill set uh, and age is kind of perfect right now too and then where will the big free four free uh agent shortstop sign that is a question on the big four and it was uh philadelphia the dodgers and the giants for turner uh, Minnesota the and the Yankees for Correa. Swanson, he's, they say he's going to re-sign with the Braves and Bogarts. They say he's going back to the Red Sox, which is interesting because we heard other teams are interested in him as well. And then, Kevin, the last one, will DeGrom leave New York? I say yes. Eight of the 12 
executives asked said no. Okay. The but other it, four were Chris Young. So Okay. I mean, hey, that's all we need. <laughs> we're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Uh, this could be considered a potential World Cup shocker in Group F as things go final. Belgium is out. So it is, in fact, Croatia and Morocco who wow. they just had a outstanding celebration who will advance to the knockout stage out of Group F. Coming up next, back to the NFL. NFL Awards two-thirds of the way through the season. We'll do it next right here on 105.3 The Fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.